From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down oh, quit shouting. Racing Report. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you sound so professional. Thank you. Yeah. Just, Just making ca- sure my the mic works again. A couple oh, weeks yeah, ago, it didn't yeah, work. So. Yeah, that, that, that was almost a good thing. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Scott Hammer here, along with uh, Ron Miller, and in the studio with us tonight, we have a couple Shipleys. A pair. A pair of Shipleys. A pair of uh, late model drivers. Matt Shipley, Colin Shipley, and uh, he's got a white box that uh, I thought was donuts when he first got here, but apparently it's not. And I gave it a quick sniff, and it's not pizza. <laughs> so... Suddenly, my interest has gone down yeah, as far as yeah. what's in it. But good luck getting invited back again, Shepley. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll talk to uh, Matt and Colin about uh, their plans for this summer, as far as racing, and what is inside the box is what we'll talk about too. Uh, I believe it has something to do with helping uh, local racers market themselves. Any racer. Any racer. Okay. So it doesn't have to be. You could be a racer in Alaska. Like you even an old a, racer. You could be a promoter. I don't know about old racers. Be gentle. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Ron. <laughs> Guess that doesn't apply to you. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, you know, before you head off into that, congratulations on getting uh, all those old uh, audios up of... Oh, the old motorsports talk. Yeah, the old like motorsports talk. 2004 yeah, and, and 2005. If, if any of our listeners haven't picked those up, you know, it initially Scott was just a board op, and then he got more and more involved with, uh, with I the I don't show. remember much of that. I was like listening to that. I was like, I have no recollection of any of this. Really? It, uh, you know, it was pretty good radio, and, and believe it or not, we were a very highly rated uh, show on... Yeah, w- I remember WTOD, I, and there was something Charlie Charlie Crawl who was uh, who filled in for you last week. Yeah, I caught fact, that. He likes himself a lot, and I uh, appreciate him uh, coming in and helping out with that. But uh, he mentioned something on one of those old motorsports talks where you guys were on in Youngstown or something too. You had yeah, a whole network going on. Well, we were. Yeah, um, it was before Cumulus. I can't even remember who the parent company was, but uh, yeah, we were. Uh, rebroadcast in a, in a couple of other areas. We were a big deal, man. What happened then? Um, <laughs> what, what happened was that the program director, uh, who will be unnamed because I wasn't a big fan of his. Okay. Um, anyway, in, in his infinite wisdom, he decided that motorsports was not a viable sport and shouldn't be talked about uh in in a sports in a sports oh scene. i know who you're talking about yeah. now i know exactly what yeah, you're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. He, he was, and uh, where is he now not in radio i believe no, no but uh not. anyway yeah he uh he decided that even shores and steel couldn't talk about nascar on monday morning i didn't realize he had any pull over that but uh um, apparently i can't tell did. that you're bitter or anything about that <laughs> yeah well yeah, we can still go to bed on WTOD instead okay. of the palatial studio that we're in. Well, they sold that frequency. I believe it's now like a religious yes, it station is. or something. Yep. So maybe you can talk to those folks. Yeah. Okay. Or you could just do this show. And this is great. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot more freedom. And it's worldwide. That's we're right. We're not limited to just a little coverage area Toledo, of the radio Toledo station. and Youngstown and wherever else. There you go. Might have been. Australia. Nah. You know, were you we are, on in Australia? I've been on in Australia. Oh, I'm sure you have. Anyway, should we uh, start the show? 
Okay. From the Ron Miller Race Car <laughs> Studio. Go for it, dude. It's the Hammer Down Race Report. Show number 77 for Thursday, March 28th. The last show in uh, March. It's going to be April next week. The last show in the first quarter of 2019. There you go. Uh, again. Uh, show number 70. 77. Oh wow! I, I missed I missed seventy six. What listened. are we going to do when we hit show one hundred? We, we should have like a big party or something. Well, the confetti better come out of the cannons, and yeah, that'll probably be toward the end of the season. Wait, that's like thirty three. How many weeks? Twenty three. Probably this fall. Yeah. Sometime this yep. fall we'll have season to have wrap up. Okay. Everybody will be running their big shows, the big money shows, end of the season, and we'll be crowning track champions and. Hammerdown Racing Report will be 100. There was talk, actually, uh, that we may do an on-location uh, Facebook Live broadcast at a particular racetrack this summer. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And Boy. Robin came up with a pretty good idea of what race it might be that... where we'd go out and do uh, something the afternoon uh, before the races. Oh, okay. That would be wonderful. You, because... you know that one race where they open the gates at like 10 a.m. and there's yeah. a whole bunch of racers from all over the country that'll be at our disposal? And fans all over the place. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that'll be that'll work out good. Scott, something could happen there that probably has never happened to you. People could be asking for your autograph. How do you know that's never happened to me? That it's actually a... has happened to me before, but not because <laughs> of racing. That was because of my old show I used to do, my Hammer's House of Hair. That's right. Some kid, I was like, really? You want my autograph? Sure. There you go. Yeah, but if we've got microphones in front of us. That was you. They, <laughs> yeah, that was me. Wow. You remember Hammer's House I of Hair? I do. It was a great show. Yeah. That was if, me. If you're into hair bands. <laughs> I was going to put all, I have a whole bunch of old shows. I was going to put that up, but uh, YouTube won't let me because of the copyright. Because really? of the music. And, so I don't know what, I, what to do with them, really. I can't put them online because of all the stupid uh, copyright rules and everything. You could probably buy the copyright. Yeah. For next <laughs> you know how much that is. <laughs> you have to do that for every song. It's, it's a ridiculous. Scott, I'll dig them up. Do you think there is any way you could convert mini cassettes to... Uh, now, now, we didn't have much in the way of recording, and we had a little mini recorder and... Uh, in the early days of Motorsports Talk, my lovely wife, sitting right over there, would uh, hold this mini, put this mini recorder right in front of the radio and record us so I could see how we sounded later. So that would probably be back around 2000. Uh, if you have a mini recorder to play things back and has some kind of output. You know, I might be able to kick the dust off of it. I don't know. I believe I have one of those. Do you? Oh, know? <laughs> That's dating you, buddy. It is. You don't look back that from, old. Back from the bomber days. Yeah, yeah. I have some videos still on that. Woo, baby. Yeah. Make sure to visit HammerdownRacingReport.com. Links to uh, everywhere you can take in the Hammerdown Racing Report. And I added something new. Did you? Yeah. This is uh, brand new news here. I haven't told anybody. Breaking Bre- news. Breaking news. Doot, 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 doot. Uh, we are now available on Spotify. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Because that's where the kids are. So I figure we got to... Excuse me? That's that's where the kids are. That's where I listen to all my music all day long at the shop. Is it really? Yes. Well, well suddenly my son will stop using it now if he knows that's an old it. person's using it. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Geezers are listening. That's right. Uh, available on iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, and now Spotify. And, of course, Facebook Live. About anything you want to listen to. Pretty much. Spotify, if there's something I'm missing, if there's a, another <laughs> service another out venue, there you yeah. want us to be on, let me know. I think I have most of the bases covered. Uh, but just in case, 
we'll we'll look at it. Again, uh, Matt Shipley, Colin Shipley here, putting up with us in the studio tonight. We'll be talking to them here in just a little bit. Thanks to uh, Gary and Ryan uh, from Fremont Speedway last week on the show, uh, talking about the great season and uh, think they have a lot of things in the works. Uh, it sounds for really this, aggressive this you know, year and beyond. The big thing is that forever came much quicker than we thought it was going to with their with their all stars the all stars so, coming back yeah yeah, yeah that, that what was do, amazing what do you think about uh not having the late models at uh, Fremont? i know a few years ago you used to run uh, with i did them. i ran a whole season over there yeah. um you know and it, it's a fun track it's it's a shame they couldn't make a go of it um especially with trying to get it to be an entry-level late model class um kind of a crazy you're talking class. about the late models not not fremont Correct. in general right okay Late models at Fremont. Yep. Okay. That's what we were talking about. Correct. Correct. Okay. It, yeah. For a second so there, it sounded like you were saying they. It was a shame they couldn't make a go of it at Fremont. And I just wanted to make sure that our listeners weren't confused. The late model class was was a great late model, and, and it was a it was a really good idea. It was. It and, is. And somewhere still. somewhere, it it lost all of its glitz and glory. Yeah, I don't. It just never really took off there. Couldn't get enough uh, competitors on yeah. a weekly basis. If you go down south a little bit, that class is booming. Crazy. It is. They race for huge money down there. With 602 crate motors. Mm-hmm. The same, basically the same format that they had at Fremont. Correct. Give uh, Ron Miller Race Cars a call, 734-856-7223. See that transition there? Yeah, if you want to buy a crate motor for your late model, we can fix you right up. Can you really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. We could we could put a crate motor in your bomber, Scott. Would it make it go faster? No, nah, you've got one of those DAS engines, and they're bad fast. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to hear what it sounds like again <laughs> since it's been refreshed. Uh, give Ron a call, 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. Race Cars. Crate motors, parts, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs. And uh, he's available day or night. Free advice, too. You didn't need to do that. We normally do that on the intro, but we've rambled way past that. I'm I'm trying to get back on track here. Yeah, good luck with that. Speaking of uh, getting back on track, uh, last weekend, the World of Outlaw, Morton uh, Buildings, late models. Uh, Brandon Shepard extended his winning streak to five consecutive wins with his win at Duck River Raceway in Tennessee. I was down in Tennessee this past weekend, too. I I drove through there. Uh, Jimmy Owens snapped Shepard's streak, though, on uh, Saturday night with his win at Smoky Mountain Speedway. He led all 60 laps. Did the, you see uh, B-Shep fell back to second? In the points? In that race. Oh, in that? No, I didn't. Oh, he drifted after, clear back to second. six straight wins or five straight wins, yeah. Boy, that'd have to be disappointing. Right. Uh, the World of Outlaws off this weekend. They're back in action April 5th and 6th at Farmer City. In uh, NASCAR news brad keselowski dominated the cup race at martinsville on sunday leading 446 of the 500 laps i listened to that driving back from tennessee i didn't get to see any of it i got back from our little road trip just in time to watch that and uh boy he really stunk up the show well i guess i didn't miss much there Uh, kyle bush picked up win number 201 in the truck race on saturday uh, Texas Motor Speedway will host all three of the top NASCAR series with the trucks Friday night, Xfinity Series on Saturday. Both those races will be on Fox Sports 1, and Sunday's Cup race will be at 3 on Fox and 103.7 CKY, yeah. which you can listen to on iHeartRadio, which I did all the way back from Tennessee. Amazing. Yes. What's your take on the uh, the Kyle Busch-Richard Petty controversy? Um, Not really controversy. Matt, Matt what do you think? 
I, no I one is. I don't I'm, really watch NASCAR too much. They're 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 flogging it to death, you know, because Kyle Busch has done it in three different series. But Richard Petty did it when they ran half mile dirt tracks and six, it, 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 and sixty races a year. It almost back be then. like saying you won two hundred late model races and Matt won two hundred races among compacts, bombers, sportsmen, and late models. Yeah, some combination. Uh, you so know, it's apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah. Richard, two Richard Petty won races back when they were running sixty races a year, and he elected to run. I'm sorry, sixty-two races a year, and he elected to run sixty-one of them. I guess there was one race that he didn't go to. So, it, it like you say, Scott, it, it's apples and oranges. Okay, thought I was going to get a history lesson there. Which no. race didn't he go to? Beats me. Oh, I thought you might, knew. <laughs> might, might, might have been the one at Fonda, New York, little 5-8-mile fairground track. Right. Dirt. Ricky uh, Colton Herta became the youngest driver ever to win an IndyCar. He uh 18 years old, and I think it was like 356 days. Well, he's almost 19, but uh, he is 18, and uh, he got the win Sunday at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin. That was just his third race ever in the series. Uh, IndyCar heads to. Uh, do you need? Do you need to get that? I hope not. Okay, because I'm not gonna. IndyCar uh, heads to Alabama for the Honda Indy Grand Prix. Grand, Grand Prix. <laughs> Grand Prix of Alabama. Sounds like a urinary uh, problem, Scott. It was a good one. That's uh, going to be on April seventh. I'm sorry. Did we bore you? No. Okay. Uh, Atomic Speedway was in action this past weekend. A couple uh, area drivers went down there and uh, did pretty good, apparently. Yeah. Is, is that why you're wearing that shirt? Well, that and Mr. Shipley has some connections, connections with them, too. So, Rusty Schlenk picked up his first feature win of the season down at Atomic Speedway, and Chuck Hummer uh, ended up finishing 11th down there. He had to transfer through the B-Main, I guess, and started at the tail. Started the at the tail, ran up to second. And he's running one of your crate motors. Yes. Now he's running a 525. It's not the it's not the 602. Okay. I can sell you a 525 motor too if you want. Which is faster? Oh, the 525. Why is the Big, five, Why is the 525 faster than a 602? 602's got a bigger number. It sounds like that would be the better one. <laughs> yeah, well, 602 is a part number and the I 525 gotcha. is projected horsepower. Kind of well, weird how they did that. What's the projected yeah. horsepower of the 602 then? 350. 350 cube, 350 horsepower. Oh yeah, I then, see why. I see why they went with 602 then. Because then there's three. a then there's a 604, which is 400 horsepower. And oh my goodness, my brain's gonna explode. Uh, Jeff Scott was also uh, racing down at Atomic Speedway in his modified. He finished sixth in his feature. Who was running second when he spun out? I don't know. Really? Why don't you tell me? No. Oh, okay. This is Dave Kemmer's notes. Okay. So he didn't All tell right. me that part. All right. Um, 77-year-old, um... Conley. Yeah, Delmas Conley was running second. Um, kind of jumped the cushion. Carr did an ugly little spin, and he just wasn't a factor after that. But he had been, he'd been really fast really early on. Were you rooting for him because he's in your age bracket? Quite me, Scott. I'm just asking. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, a I've, buddy of yours. I, I've, no, I've raced with Delmas. Okay. Uh, we ran down Southern Ohio uh, quite a bit a few years back, and uh, 
really a nice family. Delmas, uh, Rod, RJ. They're they're and they uh, Delmas owns a trucking company, and they're they're fun people. Okay. There's also a uh, 12-year-old kid had a top five finish in B-Mod class down there, I think it is. Really? Yeah. Nick Snell. Wow. Ran top five in the feature. 12 years old. 12 years old. 12, might be 13. <laughs> Pretty impressive. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, um, I, I guess it. How old is Colin? 13. Yeah, okay. Okay. Speaking of Colin, where, where did he go? Make a phone call. I don't okay. know. Well, if he went out that door, he may not you, be able to get back probably, in. You oh. probably alluded to you probably alluded to <laughs> we'll Grand Grand in. P and had to yeah. head down the hall. Grand P, oh yeah. Should have asked uh, before we started. Um, we can go check on him. He's a, a little he's bit. a kid. He'll figure it out. Okay, right. there's go people around. Yeah, he's a teenager. They know everything. So NASCAR announced on Tuesday their 2020 schedule. Boy, that sure got shook which up. They just kind of, no super, I mean, there's a lot of big changes, but it's not the big changes that they've been talking about with, like, different tracks because I guess the contracts still go through 2020, but I guess the bigger changes could be coming in 2021 because that's when the contracts are over with the tracks that they run now. So basically it's the same tracks, just jumbled order. Have you ever been involved? Does that make sense? You, Am I making sense there? Have, have you sure. ever been involved with the pill draw at Oakshade where they put a bunch of numbers in a bag and draw them out? It's almost like that's what NASCAR did with this. They, they shook everything up and, oh, here's Daytona. Yeah, well, well we're going to take July 4th away from them. And I think there was some reason to it, but then again, I don't know. But uh, they changed the schedule. Hey, look, he did find his way back. See, I told you. Did you get locked out? Yep. <laughs> so uh the biggest changes include uh which i don't know i think this is kind of cool they're finally going to do it like a double header at pocono mm-hmm. the end of june do you think that's going to work out those are kind of not the most exciting races though and they yeah, have two that, of them back to back and i don't yeah, know that's yeah that's that's kind of a weird deal and and they lose the opportunity to sell tickets for two events yeah so so that's going to not be so great for Pocono, but maybe for everybody else it might be good. I don't know. Uh, the other big change that you alluded to, Indy is going to be taking over the uh, the usual. No, IMS. Isn't that what I said? No. No, Indy is taking over the July 4th weekend race from Daytona. Oh, okay. I Indianapolis it, Motor oh, that's, Speedway. You're right, you're right, you're right. Cause, is going to cause, be. Because Phoenix is. Yep, that, that, we're getting on, to that. Next on your list. We're getting, we're getting to that. So that Daytona race, formerly the Firecracker 400, is forever. Going, forever is going to move to late August and be the final race of the regular season. Mm-hmm. So there's that switch. The other switch that you just mentioned, IMS, otherwise known as Phoenix, is going to now be the finale, the end of the season race, which will be, uh, which will mean that Miami's race is going to move to March. Right. So and now, nothing, nothing better than to have your final race of the year on what NASCAR considers a short track, a one-mile track. Hmm. What's wrong with that? Oh, Phoenix isn't my favorite, but I mean, I don't know. It uh, payback. That's all. Okay. There's three short tracks in the uh, in the end of the chase too. So there's that. Also, they uh, announced that they tweaked their pole qualifying rules. Uh, because of that debacle at 
California a couple yeah. weeks ago where nobody made a lap in the final uh, qualifying session for the poll. And well, they tried, but they just didn't quite make it. And basically, they my my dad and I were talking about this, and basically they they must have heard my dad talking because they're like, you know, if they don't make a lap, just uh, tell them their their time doesn't count and they go to the tail, and that's pretty much what they're going to do. So, so they have to make a lap. So those twelve cars, if they don't make a lap, then start behind. They lose their time. They go to the be, back. Start behind the other thirty six. Correct. Ooh. And they have to, and they can't block the end of pit road. So if uh, they they were kind of a little uh, ambiguous about this rule, but if the, if NASCAR deems that you're blocking the end of pit road or impeding another car from getting out, uh, then they're going to penalize you. What that penalty is, it didn't say, but that may be putting it at the back as well. That could be fun. So, yeah. So they want to keep the group qualifying, and, and that's uh, going to go into effect this weekend at Texas. So we'll see if that works. Yeah. Um, okay. Somebody will figure a way around it. Those the, guys are pretty crafty. The Xfinity Series uh, was off this uh, past weekend, so Christopher Bell uh, went uh, Powery. Power, power I. Power, okay. Power I Lucas Oil National Midget League Racing at Port City uh, Raceway in Tulsa, Oklahoma, same place that they have the uh, uh, Chili Bowl. Right. It's up for not this the same outside. place, same town, same town, right. same city. Uh, and uh, did you see the video of uh, that finish? I did not. He was uh, leading Christopher Bell, right, running the high side, running up uh, along the wall, along the cushion. And uh, Jonathan Beeson closed in late in the race, running the inside line. And they came off of turn number four. Beeson had him. It was kind of a slide job coming off of four, and he got up in front of him. But Christopher Bell didn't lift and they ended up uh, kind of it's kind of uh, that same deal that happened with uh, with Craig Mintz at uh, Attica right last year where neither one of them lifted and they came together and and Christopher Bell ended up rolling over but uh, he finished second Jonathan uh, Beeson won it was a pretty exciting finish so they were upside down going across the finish line Christopher Bell was yeah Beeson was able he continued on but yes Christopher Bell I think ended well, up that's pretty cool yeah it was pretty exciting, and, uh, and Christopher Bell wasn't uh, had no hard feelings. It sounded like I guess he came up and congratulated him. So that was cool. And uh, th- this is something I, I just found out. I did not know this even existed, but there's a new-ish series on Netflix called Formula One: Drive to Survive. Have you heard of this? I guess I it have, just came out uh, earlier this month. You Watched heard of it. this? You watch it? Is it any good? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, so supposedly in one of the episodes. Um, Tony Stewart brought his uh, number 14 sprint car to Carolina Speedway and let uh, Stewart Haas Formula One racer Kevin Magnuson turn some laps in it. Really? Yeah. On dirt? On dirt. And? And? And uh, he didn't wreck it, I guess. He got out and he said he needed a drink. Uh, or he said he <laughs> needed something, but uh, I haven't seen Apparently, this is uh, going to be on episode nine of this uh, show. Okay. So, are all the episodes out? Can you Sounds watch like them all right now? Sounds like we need to watch it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't. Have you seen that episode? Through. I just kind of skipped through them. And where is it again, Scott? Netflix. Okay. I guess I could look it up. I have Netflix. I'll have to check that out. So there's that. Something to look forward to. So uh, that's all the news that I have for uh, for this week. I think there's plenty, though. That's it? That's it. Wow. Show's over. Let's go home, folks. Uh, coming up a little bit later, we'll have our weekend weather pit stop with uh, Ryan Weekman from WTOL. Uh, about the only action going on this weekend is uh, scheduled for Attica. And uh, 
let's just say uh, spoiler alert spoiler alert yeah it's, it's I, not an exciting forecast from ryan but uh, we'll get to that after we talk to uh, matt and uh, colin and before we get to whatever's in the box it's killing you isn't it it's a mystery box little bit a little bit a little a little worried uh want to talk to you guys about uh what's uh, what are you, what's your plans uh for racing this summer what's your plans race as much as i can what are you gonna race uh hopefully late models where everywhere okay you're not gonna <laughs> run any particular series or anything hopefully i can run oakshade go for rookie of the year there okay it's a pretty uh i don't know who else would be running for rookie do you know who uh who else might be running for rookie of the year there uh, i'm not sure if jacob vandevorde will be Okay. He's a sportsman or late model. He's on the line. Did he run a number nine? I believe so. Did pretty well last year. Yeah. I remember, yeah. First year. Remember the car. I just I wasn't sure if it was a late model or a sportsman. It was yeah. a sportsman he was running last year. Okay. Now, I know you'll be running a late model. Uh, tell us a little bit about the car. It's going to be a, Pull that mic closer to you. There you go. It's going to be a Rayburn with a 604 engine. Great engine like mm-hmm. we were talking 604. about. 604. I know what that means now. Yeah. Turn this a little bit. It's not uh, not quite a five twenty-five. Yeah, oh, and it's not a six hundred four. It's not a six hundred two. No, it is a six hundred two. No, it's six hundred four. Oh, you're six hundred four. Yeah. Oh, so you're getting the big horsepower. Yep. Now you started out with a six hundred two, didn't you? Six hundred four. No, oh, okay. Yep. And a four ninety-seven plus six twenty-three. It's because I want to throw out more numbers and confuse people more. <laughs> Just for your edification, Scott, the 604 is pretty similar to a 602, except that it has aluminum heads. And it's two numbers higher. That's right. Okay. And, fif- and 50, 50 horsepower. More horse. So is your your car all ready? Just needs a rat. Okay. That's it. When's, uh, when do you anticipate your first race? Hopefully. And where? This weekend at Attica? I wish. Not this weekend. Next Obviously, weekend? the forecast isn't looking well. <laughs> hey, that's spoiler alert. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think the following weekend, he's going to help me at Attica Friday, and then uh, we're going to take him to Florence to run with the crates down there. Oh, cool. Yeah. I drove right by Florence. Florence, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> and you have to say it every time you I, see that. I did. Oh, yeah. I was like, I've seen that on Facebook. Florence, y'all. Yeah. Right. So what's uh, what's up with uh, Matt Shipley? Are you going to be running this year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my car is almost done as well. Um, I'm thinking that I'm going to run uh alms this year um, you ran the ethanol tour didn't you last year i ran part of it last okay. year i ran the full tour the year before um and i love the tour it's a great great tour um but it's it's a little grueling this year it's 24 races um i'm just not equipped to uh to run that kind of tour anymore i heard know? they'd reached out to you and encouraging you to yeah, we've join them. We've had some discussions. Um, it's just not uh, just not in the cards for me this year, I don't think. And, uh, and I'll still run some of the races, some of the closer ones. Sure. Um, I-96 and Attica and um, maybe a few others. We'll see. Uh, Illinois is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, although I really do want to go to LaSalle. Yeah. <laughs> really do want to. Um, but we'll see. Um, we have a... A baby on the way so that may dampen the racing slightly slightly really slightly they just don't make car seats for these things yet um they should make race I, racing I, I, seats yeah. for, right. for babies i almost remember telling my wife not to have the kid till i got home from <laughs> racing <laughs> right right is that a possibility mom 
Yeah. Did, she, did she listen? Yeah, she did. Okay. Good job. So was your car ready then? Uh, Just about. Okay. A few minor things. Smashing springs, uh, finished hood, filler, some slight suspension changes. So when do you anticipate uh, your first uh, race? Next Friday. Attica. Tell, tell us a little bit about your car. It's another Rayburn by RSR. Uh-huh. Um, it is originally built pro power engine in it, uh, 424 wide bore. Um, Doug Hess has been doing all the work to it the past mm-hmm. couple of years, does a great job, um, reasonably priced, um, makes makes a lot of power. Um Rusty and, and the crew over at RSR has been uh, working countlessly to try to get this thing to my likings. Um, wasn't real happy with the way it drove last year. Um, he was winning with the way it drove, so it was hard for him to to uh, try to adapt it to me when it was working for him. Well, I saw a video of the race last weekend down at Atomic, and Rusty's car looked a little tight getting into the corner, but he was an absolute rocket ship off. So, and, and being the talented driver that he is, um, Rusty drove right around that little issue and right, and, and he can do that. Yeah, but a guy like us, me, us lesser mortals, I need mortals. that that car to turn right in there and follow that path around there yeah, for me. Yeah. <laughs> and he and that's you know he's been testing this new setup and and some changes he's made. So um, he's fine tuning it. looked looked pretty good last weekend. So hopefully that works out. Now, when you were running uh, with the, the crates at uh, Fremont, what uh, crate motor were you running there? Since I know more about crate motors. That now. was a 602. Okay. So that was the by by their, by their rule. And you were uh, you ran that at Oakshade when you had that, right? I ran it a few times at Oakshade. And yeah. you were pretty competitive even with the 602. Um, Yeah, I, was, I think I had a top 10 in an ALMS race yeah. at Oakshade with it. I thought um, I remember you did pretty good with that. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> I mean, we made made the shows. That's all I was hoping to do with it, you know. Okay. You just hold it on the floor and drive around in circles. <laughs> and uh, any uh, tracks you plan to hit regularly this summer or just kind of You know, Oakshade's always our, our hometown track. Um, you know, we're going to try to get him as many laps as we can this year. So, um, Have you guys raced against each other yet? Yes. In heat races. My first heat race had him, uh, Matt Miller, Rusty and who else was in it? Is Devin Shields. Devin and then there That's was That's a pretty stacked race. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first heat two race. other guys, I think. Did you beat any of them? I think I got second to last. All right. That's all right. That's all beat right. One. I mean with those drivers. All right. Who did, do you he, remember who you finished ahead of? Uh who was it? Was it Warnick? I don't know. I don't no, think, I, I don't think, think so. It was. No. But all he right. ended up driving That's around some cars in the B main. So he was getting the hang of it. It was only a second race. Okay. Have you ever beat him or finished ahead of him yet? Only in go-karts. <laughs> okay. I don't recall that. <laughs> Ever. Sorry, right. I don't recall any of that motorsports <laughs> talk stuff either. I vaguely do, but I don't. I just, yeah. Well, okay. It happens. It, sure. Any, any uh, You're going for Rookie of the Year at Oakshade. Uh, any track championships that you're eyeing? Uh, well, I, I think I'm going to try to run for uh, an ALMS championship. Okay. Um. You know, like I was saying, was I think Noonan it's, the champion last Noonan year? Noonan won it last year. Um, it's only twelve races. Something a little more to my my budget, and um, and you still have to take time. care of business too. Sure, sure. Um, 
so and it'll allow me to get him to more races and you'll be down at Eldora for the uh, the opener. And then, I'm right? excited to run Eldora. That's a bucket list track. <laughs> you ever run Eldora I've never before? Ran there, really? No. So I'm excited about that. I haven't run there either. It looks fun from what I've it's seen. Fun. Yeah. So Everybody cool. says it's the easiest track to drive. It's like Finley, only hardest just track to, to go fast. It, it's just like Finley, only a little bigger. Right. <laughs> just a little bigger, huh? Not much. Okay. So uh, you uh, actually mentioned the last uh, couple weeks ago, actually. I think it was uh, the car show at the Woodland Mall that you had something that you wanted to talk about. I do. Uh, floor is yours. What 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 do we got going to on? Share. Um it's now, you, it's now a met a racer that's infomercial, not infomercial. trying to improve the race race program. Have you ever met a racer not trying to improve the race program? Uh, yeah, he, he's just happy to be there. I'm just happy to go out and you just make run the car go Just put the it floor. in the garage and say, you know what? We were good enough. We'll get it out next year. That's pretty much it, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So there are those people. But we do know, exist. As we all know, I mean, most of us are limited to our budget on how much we can improve our race program. Does that sound about sound fair? Yeah. Yeah, everybody spends as much as they can possibly afford, and if somebody throws a little more money in their bucket, they could maybe sure. go better. Sure. That's what yeah. you always say. It's uh, speed costs money, money how, how fast, fast you, you want to go. go. Exactly. And it's, it's not only important for the racer, but as the entire racing community economics. I mean, it's, it's think of it as its own economy. You know, our racing community um the more money every racer brings in the more money it's funneled throughout different tracks and the more money they can spend at ron miller race cars exactly it helps out <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely trickle down theory right sure it's it's its own economy so it's it's extremely important um and that economy has been kind of hurting in in recent years especially after like 2008 when when the economy went to crap right, anyways right. And, and then the car counts kind of went down so I don't you know, know I, people that, say that, but I mean, I, I see more and more big money races. Is it is it getting more funneled to that it instead seems of like your local stuff? There's less weekly tracks and more like Mansfield, where they just right. run the special events. I mean, there's a fifty thousand to win crate. Just yeah, unreal. I mean, so I I think that money's still still there. You know, the people must be watching it if they can afford to pay that. Um, and, and most of those races are not inexpensive, just even to get into the grandstands. Right, right. So people are willing to watch. Um, but I always see, I always see these blasts out on Facebook of people saying, "I have spots on my car available," and and who would like to sponsor me? And it drives me nuts. That doesn't get you anything. It does not work. Does not work. What are you talking about? Work a few more hours overtime, <laughs> and you'll be better off. Well, not only that, I just I feel like it diminishes the value of the product we actually have. We we have a good product. If if you do your homework, if you if you price out what it costs to advertise on the radio, or advertise on TV, and how many viewers or how many listeners you have, and Actually look to see how many people your your car is in front of or your your social networks are are reaching. Well, and that was one of the things that we used to talk about back in the day of open trailers, you know, mm-hmm. uh, all the thousands sure. of people that see that. So, 
yeah, that it does. It works. So we have a valuable product here. Boy, I hope that was your chair, Scott. It was the microphone. Okay. All right. So anyway. <laughs> it didn't sound real comfortable from here. I, I just feel like we have a valuable product, and if you push it, yeah. you can you can make it work. I mean, it, it gets us out of our comfort zone trying to sell, like you said And that's earlier. something I've always wondered was, you know, what is the value of, you know, putting some stickers on my car? And then I got to the point where I feel like I owe – if somebody has a sticker on my car, other than you, uh, then I feel like I – I owe them something, you know, I like if I get wrecked in the first week and, you know, I don't have money to fix my car. I feel like if I have a sponsor who expects me to be representing him for the whole season, I got to figure out a way to get that car back together and get sure. back out. And there, and there is an obligation unless it's, you know, you, you've worked that out beforehand, but there, there is an obligation yeah. to, to and do what you tell him that you're going to do. And usually I'll go to Ron's like, yeah, I've messed up my car and he fixes it and I'm back out anyway. Right, so. right. <laughs> yep another one of my kids you know <laughs> right so anyway i came across this great product from winning motorsports marketing um it has helped me tremendously a lot of great knowledge in there um is that a box of knowledge it is a box of knowledge so this this program it's an online program has a bunch of different modules comes with a workbook um and it, it's Holly Henry and Kate Dillon from Crate Insider, mm -hmm. if you guys know her. Um, they put this all together. It's $197. But not only do you get knowledge that has helped, you get a hat. Oh, right there. Oh, That's all right. <laughs> so you got a hat from Crate Insider. You get a T-shirt from Crate Insider. So we're talking, what, $30 value there? All for $197. <laughs> All for $197. You get a $100 certificate to her store. You get, I'm not familiar with Crate Insider. What's uh, It's an online store um, mainly for crate cars okay. and such, for parts and Just motor parts tech or tips, to get everything? Any chassis, motor, um, all sorts of stuff. So a competitor to Ron. Similar, yeah, okay. kind of. Yeah. Minus the motor part. Right. Um, you actually get, a, you can apply for a $250 sponsor from ProFab Headers. Um, Daytona 1, I believe that's a $50 gift certificate. And then Speedway Car Cams also gives you two free in-car camera editings, where if you're near them they can put the cameras in your car and edit the film and and put it together for you or you can send them your videos how so, much do they charge regularly for that? i don't know for sure but there's well that's, over two hundred dollars That's my neighborhood i do that stuff right right i just want to know how much i should be charging so <laughs> just my point of showing you all that is there's well over two hundred dollars worth of sponsors in the box plus all the knowledge you get and a hat and a hat and a shirt it's a cool hat, and it's a really cool hat. <laughs> so what? So. Uh, what? I mean, uh, without giving away the actual knowledge, but I mean, what is some of the talks about? Things? Is this on all? You just get a workbook, or is this all it, online or it's both? Online. Uh, there's different modules, so you can go through each module, um, and then you can kind of fill out the workbook as you go through it. 
Um, but they talk about how to approach sponsors, um, what sponsors to approach or partners. I like to say partners. Sponsors sounds one-sided to me. Um, but they that's just why, go that's over. That's why we don't call our salespeople salespeople. They're account executives. That's right. What, right. So um, you're saying that a, a multicolor brochure sent off to Jack Daniels probably wouldn't net you anything at all? It's hard saying, but um, <laughs> I know this has worked for us. Right. Um, so it's kind of like a, a sales training program for racers who really don't know that much sure. about marketing. Just because, you know, we know how to make our race cars go fast, but this aspect, which is probably the most important aspect of improving our race teams. And I've been involved in racing a lot of years, and it is. It's very, very difficult. Right. And it, it gets you out of your comfort zone. This kind of coaches you through that and and how to present yourself and, um, you know, shows that you really do have a valuable product. Um, so I really wanted to share that. It's helped me. I, we've picked up three new sponsors. I was um, going to ask how, how it's worked for you. In fact, How long have you been uh, part of this? Um, I bought this. Is, is it a one-time thing? You buy it and then? No, actually, sh- once, once you purchase this, um, then you can join a closed group where they do continuous updates and so on and so forth if you have questions. Um, so it's it's a forever deal of continuing education. If you want to grab a pencil and paper, uh, Matt will give you that information here in just a second. Again. Sure. Uh, winning Motorsports Marketing. Um, now, how would they find these folks online or Yeah, you can Facebook find them online or, or look up CrateInsider.com. Um, you can contact Kate Dillon there. Um to get it from her or i can share it on my facebook page as well um could we, it be on colin's facebook page too we could have him share it as well really now are you allowed to share that knowledge with him is it like or is it just for you well what i know is what he knows okay, so I gotcha. it it all goes hand in hand yeah did he go through any of the modules too so he can present himself to a prospective sponsor no but Not he yet. did uh he did ride along with me with, with our meetings with, with sponsors. Very good. Um, we were able to partner up with Jim White Honda. Uh-huh. Uh, very happy to have them on board this year. Um, Rick's Truck and Equipment Sales in Kenton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, excited to have them. Um, great place for tow trucks and equipment and such. Um, and then Dominator ra- Racing Products. Good people there. Excellent. Um so it's a success story. I know it works. Um, and I wanted to share it with everybody. Get, going back to the point where even if you get sponsors, that still helps all of us. It helps the whole racing community. Yeah, you could start paying your bill. When you're you, done. You, right. You, you do a good job. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, on, on the parts. <laughs> Give Ron Miller Race Cars a call. <laughs> So who would you uh, recommend uh, this for? I mean, you talked about the crate aspect of it, but it, you say this is for anybody? It's for anybody. I mean, yeah. even if you're a, a track promoter. Um, it would help know, them to get sponsors. They're looking for sponsors for their track as well. Okay. Um, or even a, a podcast that they need sponsors <laughs> for. Um, you know, it's just about marketing yourself Um it's geared toward racers. Um, there's interviews with 
with dip, different people in the industry. Um, uh, ben from Dirt on Dirt's interviewed on there. Um, you know, and, and back to Dirt on Dirt, you know, we're if you're being aired on one of their videos, you're in front of hundreds of thousands of people. There's hundreds of thousands of people that view that. And it's not just a one-time deal with them right. either because they're they're archived and, and people are watching sure. their programs sure. for a long time. So think about how much these companies would have to spend to get heard or seen in front of hundreds of thousands of people. And a lot of times they're targeted sponsors too sure. who, who would have a, a connection with motorsports like a Honda dealership or sure. like a company that produces – plastic parts for race cars sure but also people outside of the sport um it it's a great avenue for advertising sure and it can be fun and interactive for owners or or managers or whoever get them out to the races and um you know it's something different than just seeing yourself on tv or um you know you can interact with the race teams and um just really excited because it has worked for for us, um, and I wanted to share it with everyone. Well, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. how much? Uh, how much? Mo- when did you say you started this? Um, I purchased the program. I think it was five or six weeks ago. Okay, so this is fairly recent then. Yeah, and yep. just in that five or six weeks, you've locked in more sponsorship than you've had in the past. More sponsors than I've ever had. Okay. So I'm assuming fact, then that that your the sponsors gonna, you got have paid for for that already then yeah and once uh, several times once again they can contact them if they want to go direct uh, Crate Insider um, it's winning motorsports marketing right um, but one of the directors is is Kate Dillon from Crate Insider okay um, so you can contact her um, and you can purchase it online I think you can purchase it right through CrateInsider.com okay. Um, and also I'll share it on, on my Facebook. And So does that like go through all the steps of, you know, how to first approach a perspective, uh, advertiser, you know, how, what that first contact should be sure. and how to follow up and sure. all that stuff. Okay. Sure. How to present yourself and, um, dress appropriately. Sure. Yeah. Don't, don't show up wearing your, uh, torn jeans that are all covered with grease and grease on your face. Right. That, that's a freebie. Everybody, that's a freebie. But it also, I mean, without divulging too much, I mean, stay within your comfort zone um, to an extent and, you know, still be who you are. Um, you know, someone I wanted, I think does a really, really good job of this locally here is Ryan Missler. Ryan does a great job. He does a really good job outside his, the box uh, with videos. his 50Y inner circle. Um you know, I was looking at the prices and how many people he has. He's raising some good money to mm-hmm. to do that, and he's getting people involved. I think it's, you know, it's a really good thing that he does. I might have to steal that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and when Ryan Missler comes to hammer down, he brings donuts. And T-shirts. Oh, yeah. Just FYI, just saying. Huh. Donuts are a big deal. Well, here. donuts are now a that big deal. There was cookies. It was, it was, uh, yeah, that's true. Now cupcakes. That, yes, that's what? right. Well, he has the sweets, the sweets factory. That's yeah. not fair. Yeah, but we p- pizza donuts. We don't <laughs> care. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You have to go to the Ron Miller School of Marketing. I guess. <laughs> I guess. See, now I just learned something yeah. to add. Now, does that uh, that program give advice as to how you know to uh, nurture your current uh, sponsors? You know, like going on shows like this and making sure to mention them, sure. how to mention them, and all that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Because I know mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people, even in Victory Lane, when I'm interviewing people, they're like. Uh, uh, yeah, let me look at my car. I forgot this one and this one. Yeah, that's a big no-no if you can't remember your sponsors. I mean, I can understand if you yeah. don't win very often and... And, and you're excited you're just, anyways. You did, yeah, so, yeah, you can't yeah, even... You don't thinking. know what to say anyway. But, yeah. you know, when you win all the time and you have to go look at your car and read them off, it's probably not good. So, like when... <laughs> I saw that happen last weekend. I, right there, there is someone that has so many on their car that... I, I, I wouldn't be able to remember them either, but. <laughs> is there any advice as to how many is too many sponsors? I mean, is there like a limit uh, that they recommend or is it just. I don't recall hearing okay. a limit. No. Um, I, the, I guess it, that's. You don't have so much per, space on your car too. Right, so. right. Um, and you don't want to over promise and under deliver. Yeah. Uh, do they Do they tell you how much is too much or they don't? They don't go there. No, and you really, you know, they don't talk about dollars. Um, right. You really have to create your own value. Um, well, and obviously someone with an Indy car would be asking for a whole lot more than a street stock at sure. Flat Rock or sure. Toledo, yeah. Sure. And, you know, we're, we're not out there winning every race, and Penske's not throwing shocks at us, and VP's not throwing fuel at us. Not yet. You know, they we, should be. Yeah. We created our value by selling us you know we're, we're selling the family racing you're not selling you deal. you're selling an audience that's what our salespeople in radio they're not selling radio they're selling an audience they're delivering an audience to right. you. you're delivering eyeballs to that your client to your advertiser your sponsors sure, sure. yeah another freebie that's a freebie for me I like that. That's the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> so uh, once again, uh, what what's the name of this again? Winning Motorsports Marketing. I figure people have a pencil by now. They yeah, can write that down. And uh, they can just search that and get in contact with them. I don't think I have a phone number here. It's probably on the packet inside. Oh. Papers. Could probably look in there. Once again, teenager comes through, right? Yeah, I started typing Winning Motor and it's, Filled in the rest of it. Winningmotorsportsmarketing.com. Perfect. That'll work. There you go. And they also have a Facebook page. So if you're interested, uh, again, how much is that? $197. And that's just a one-time thing? One-time fee. And after that, you're part of the club? After that, you're educated. And part of the club? And part of the club. Do you know what? How <laughs> did you uh, come across this? Um, somebody uh, bring that to your attention? I think I was watching one of her podcasts and uh, mentioned it, and it gets me out of my comfort zone. Podcasts can sell things. She she must be on (laughs) iHeartMedia right after Hammer Down. (laughs) (laughs) report. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And it just kind of piqued your interest. It did. Okay. You know, it helped. Well, we'll be sending. It was an area that we were lacking in, you know, and, and... I may have a unique perspective because I'm on both sides. I have people asking me for sponsorship all the time. Because you got the shop down in BG. Right. You want to plug that? Go ahead. Um, Shipley Automotive, <laughs> Bowling Green, Ohio. Replaced the engine in my truck years ago. 
um, it still works. So, so I I get it all the time, and you know we're still out trying to get sponsors for our race program. You know, despite popular belief, not all small businesses are rich. Right, Ron? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you so. got you have at least your uh, your shop on there, don't you? On the race car? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have uh, Shipley Auto and Towing on there. Are you the are you your own main sponsor? Yes. Unfortunately. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about on your car? What's on your car? Everything that's on his car. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so, uh, if, so if so if a, a sponsor signs on, it's a two for deal. It is. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Right. And then Plus, if you wreck something, do you take his car then? No. Maybe. Not supposed to. Okay. I'm just, I, I don't know. I didn't know if both cars were at the track at the same time. And, you, know. you know, we were able to market both of our cars together. So it added, we felt like it added, added some value. value. Absolutely. Um, you know, we we own uh, their late model simulators as well. So I was able to throw that into the mix, um, you know, and along with a, with a few other things, um, things that we can provide and I think everybody should kind of do their own thing there, but um, it it worked out. I got a pile of tires coming to start the season, so we're excited about that. And you've only been implementing this the past five or six weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're saying it works? It does work. I hope they're paying you. I hope they do as, after as a, this. As a spokesperson. Yeah. So, hope they're listening. I, hope yeah. I hope we just landed another sponsor. Another sponsor. There yeah. you go. <laughs> well, see, that makes sense. If people... But in a way, they already are. Okay. Well, if they were, if they because had your, you got more than your hundred ninety-seven dollars yeah. right. of value. Correct. But they could get more value if uh, they had their website URL on your car. Correct. A lot more value. Yeah. A lot of eyeballs. Yeah, and obviously, <laughs> and obviously, Matt and Colin are, are frequent flyers on Hammer Down re- Racing Reports, so they could get. Yeah, that could yeah. that could be a big deal. Sure. You were back uh, when we first started back in the uh, Ron Miller Race Car Studio B. That's right. The old studio. Yeah, we've really improved. Before we got big time. So. Now, if you remember, we were talking about crate racing then. I do vaguely remember that, yeah. And, and next week's guest, I didn't even remember we had on the show because it was a call-in, but uh, Chad Wilson's going to be on the show, sprint car driver Chad Wilson next week. I knew He was that. on our the ver- the second episode of Hammerdown Racing Report. Wow. 75 shows back. Six. Five. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. you. Said, My math is off. Is math a requirement for this? No. Okay. <laughs> as long as, as you long can as count you can. laps, you're safe. Okay. Well, uh, Matt, thank you for uh, bringing that, the program that's uh, worked for you. Thanks for having us. I hope it, I hope it helps others. We'll see. And uh, again, if people are interested, winning motorsport marketing.com and if you do buy the program let us know how it works for you yeah please do we, we'd really be, like to know and we can certainly pass it on to matt and and the, colin and hammer down racing report will not sponsor your car so don't please come to ask <laughs> i have we make zero dollars neither will shipley automotive there you go. <laughs> it's already so, sponsoring so we're too. helping you out already with your marketing with <laughs> right. narrowing it down well, and Ron Miller race cars, same deal. If you want to put <laughs> if you want to put Hammer Down Racing Report on your car, by all means, go for it. <laughs> we we'd like it. Yeah, you got to pay for the sticker or write it on there. I don't care. I, I I don't know about you, but 
we try to give racers the absolute best deal we can, and sometimes that means we struggle a little. But, sure. Uh, now, and, and I'm sure you're that way with, with some of the racers that come in your door. Sure, sure. You, and I you have do, sponsored some, you, you some do, racers. You do as past. much for them as you possibly can, but, sure. yeah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a community. That it is. All right. Uh, let's talk about some uh, upcoming – well, before we do that – Let's. Uh, how about we check out Ryan Weekman's first ever weekend weather pit stop of 2019. You okay? Should we do that? Yeah. All right, let's do that. Let's... This is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Only race on the slate down in Attica Friday. Look for rain showers early in the day. It's likely we're going to get a break in those showers, at least for a little while during the day. But a lake breeze is going to kick up. It's going to be a chilly evening, to say the least. Rain, and it looks very possible for race time. If things get pushed back to Saturday, that looks like an absolute soaker as well, especially during the daylight hours for Saturday. Rain may try to push out by late in the day, but it will be another day with a very chilly early spring breeze. We're going to look forward to some warmer racing weekend days ahead. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Be sure to download that free First Alert weather app. Get exclusive updates from us here in the First Alert Weather Center. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. So uh, as of our taping time, Attica is still uh, scheduled to run Friday night. So we'll see Yeah, how the weather works out. Any updates, we'll post it for you on uh, Hammerdown Race Report. Uh, Facebook page, or listen to Ryan Weekman and make your <laughs> make, make your own decision. Either way, if you do go, dress uh, warm. It's supposed to get cold this weekend. It's kind of sucks. Forget but. about the thaw brawl this weekend. Oh yeah, that's uh, the American ethanol. Wait, it is American ethanol. Now. Didn't they? Uh, I thought that they moved that already. They Saturday, moved Sunday. it to Saturday Sunday. That, okay. Instead of Friday Saturday. That's what it was. I saw something where they right. moved it. Okay. And that's at uh, LaSalle, LaSalle, Illinois. Illinois. The rain may push through there a little yeah. earlier. Ob- obviously, if you're thinking about going. As long as, it, as long as they can get the track dry, because I'm right. sure there's going to be rain there sometime between now and then. So uh, we shall see. But uh, Attica Raceway scheduled to uh, try and kick off their season once again uh, t- tomorrow night, which will be Friday night, Fisher Performance Construction Equipment and Supply Advanced Drainage Systems Night. That's a mouthful. That's a lot. Of, is that too many sponsors for no, a night? Okay. There's never too many right. sponsors. That's thought I'd ask. Uh, and I'm not an expert. I know. <laughs> I didn't make the program. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> but you are now a trained yes, professional. You are a trained professional. Now. Okay. Uh, 410 sprints, late models, and 305s. Gates open at 5 racing at 745 at Attica. And there's a rain date of Saturday. and But that doesn't, if they don't get it in Friday, it's probably not going to happen Saturday based on the forecast. That this, I'm just guessing, but uh, just keep an eye on their Facebook, our Facebook, uh, or check before you, you leave. Waynesfield season opener coming up on Saturday, April 7th with the uh, Fast 410 Sprints. That's a 4,000 to win show. And the NRA Sprint Invaders. Waynesfield, another track uh, that was weekly and uh, are switching to just special events this year. Not so much because of the lack of interest there, but uh, because the owner, I guess, uh, getting up there in age and just couldn't do it so much anymore. Uh, Fremont Speedway is going to get things going on Saturday, April 13th, 410 305s, Attica, Fremont, 
championship series sprints and the trucks also in action. That's Union Trades Community Night. Uh, gates open at four, racing seven, general mission 15 bucks. And again, uh, that is the first, I believe, uh, the Attica Fremont Championship Series, the brand new series that Dwayne Hancock's been working on they have a pretty big uh, point fund for that too they do that's a big deal and uh, chad chad insisted that uh chad wilson who's going to be our guest next week spring car racer uh insisted that uh we bring Dwayne back in as well i wonder why that is well Dwayne says because he's probably going to ask him to go to the uh casino afterwards i understand and he will uh sandusky speedway is going to get things going with their all jacked up weekend uh, that same weekend saturday april 13th and sunday april 14th with the uh, lake erie stock series on saturday and then a uh, 200 lap enduro on sunday more information on all that's at sandusky toledo speedway kicks things off on saturday april 20th with the ross mortgage spring 200 presented by pnc bank uh, it's going to feature ARCA Late Model Gold Cup Series going 100 laps, the ARCA CRA Super Series Late Models 100 laps as well. Uh, racing schedule start at 3 o'clock for that. Oakshade will kick things off with the Bill Reckner Memorial on Saturday, April 27th, featuring UMP Sportsmen, Bombers, and Compacts, Gates Open before racing at 7. Now, now hanging on, for, for Oakshade, um, almost always there's a handful of late models, so if you're strictly a late model fan, don't just... Write that one off because there's a lot of late models there. Is there going to be a 35 late model there? Maybe. Okay. Probably. Just going to do some hot laps? Yeah. Okay. Usually there's uh, quite a few hot lap sessions or quite a bit of time for hot laps after the show. So it could be a fun night. And uh, if, if, you're a super, if you're a big late model fan, don't just write that one off. Okay. Sounds like you may be... Uh, Good to know. Sounds like you may be uh, trying to get... Uh, somebody's ear there with a little extra track time possibly you know in the past in the past a couple of fans have actually taken up a collection uh Didn't we run like one weird little and, and put on a little race, race or something? Yeah. yeah i thought we did that one here don't it's not on the calendar so don't go there expecting that's going to be there it may happen but that's not official it's, it's not part late of the models, official program yeah, late models will uh debut the following week at oakshade raceway uh, if you do want late models, though, the Eldora Speedway will be having the first American Late Model Series event, 5,000 to win. That's uh, the same night, Saturday, April 27th, 66 season opener. They'll also have NRA Sprint Invaders, Dirt Car Modifieds, and uh, the Eldora Stocks. Tickets, uh, 19 bucks for that. Reserve tickets, 24 available. So there's that. Fly Rock Speedway kicks things off on uh, Sunday afternoon, April 28th, with the Motor City 200. CRA Jeg Series late models going 100 laps. The uh, brand-new series for uh, the younger drivers, the CRA Junior late models, will be going 25 laps. And the iCar All-Star Modifieds, uh, we had uh, Scott Tyler, Tyler oh. and Tyler Perry a few yeah. weeks ago. Talking about that when Dwayne was here, as a matter of fact. They're going to be running 75 laps, and that all those laps add up to 200. Racing will start at 2 p.m. That is Sunday, April 27th at Flat Rock Speedway. And then Lima Land Motorsports Park will uh, be the last in the area to get things going, uh, not including Mansfield, who only runs special events. Um, their season opening shootout will be Friday, May 3rd, talking about Lima Land, uh, with NRA Sprints, Modifieds, and Stocks, Pits will open at 4.30, grandstands open at 5, and racing starts at 7.30. That's what's coming up. 
And it's really not that far away, Scott. No, we're just around the corner from uh, uh, racing season. Hopefully, maybe it'll start Friday night, maybe. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Next week is the Mud Hens home opener, as a matter of fact. Uh, just FYI, when you come here yeah. for uh, next Thursday show, uh, parking's going to be a little tight, but uh, just tell Eric yep. that uh, you're here for, for the show. and he, he, maybe You may want to give yourself a little extra time to get here. In oh, time, absolutely. Because it'll be crazy. Hopefully it won't be cold and rainy. When's the Tigers opener? Do you have any I, idea? I'm not a baseball fan. No. I only know about the Mud Hens opener because it messes up our parking here because they sell the parking lot. <laughs> And I got to go out and do other things because it's a big thing for the radio stations. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So probably. usually Rick and I from uh, the river. Yeah. Uh, morning guy over the river. Uh, we go out and he plays player or street, and he basically gives him a name like Palmer. Is that a street in Toledo or is that a player? Oh. That... And he goes and we go interview a bunch of drunk people and play the game. He's got a bunch of prizes. That's. I get the video of that. You that, just wander up and down the just sidewalks. Just at the parking lot. Everybody's uh, kind of hanging out, tailgating. Oh, cool. Yeah, he usually goes for the one, the, the ones that have uh, some nicer-looking women with the, them. Of course. Now, they, yeah. do they tailgate in, in our parking lot here? Uh, later in the day, they do. Usually, we go out earlier in the morning oh, for okay. that. And they're usually tailgating over by Tony Paco's and okay. just across from uh, the ballpark. So, anyways, that really has absolutely nothing to do with this, but... <laughs> Sometimes we get off track just a little bit. It's like uh, when we went over the turns one and two, uh, the hill there. Yeah. And, yeah, that's pretty exciting. Saw nobody saw us, and they didn't throw the yellow. So uh, thanks to Dave Kemmer for uh, helping with the prep and uh, booking again next week on the show. We're going to have Chad Wilson and Dwayne Hancock. Two weeks from tonight, uh, we're going to get Chris Mize back in the studio from Sandusky Speedway. Talk about uh, their opener. They've had uh, quite a few developments in uh, the past month or so. Yeah, they have. Schedule, so. And, and he's always interesting. He is very interesting, yes. Looking forward to that. Uh, make sure to tune in again next week. Facebook Live, 7 o'clock Thursday night. Also catch us on YouTube, iTunes, pretty much everywhere. I, um, and now I Spotify. Media. Now on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. iHeartRadio, yes. iHeartRadio <laughs> is uh, your preferred means to uh, listen to the show because we get credit for that, so... But you don't have to. I'm not, not tying anybody's hands to that. Make sure to visit HammerdownRacingReport.com if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the show. It's pretty much like uh, putting a thing on Facebook saying, hey, I got no, space not, on my car. Not so much. That's, that's a little bit. Uh, I got my contact information. Right. Actually, we have uh, uh, packages on there. Too. Speaking of iHeartMedia, or I'm sorry, HammerdownRacing.com. Um, um, I haven't updated it in a little while. Yeah, the... the we sell uh, a lot of swag there, and and our really nice looking hammer down t shirts. We do sell a lot of swag there. Yeah, yeah. Well, there the, is the, a there, lot a lot available. The, I don't know if we actually sell a lot of it, but there's a lot of different things. There is available. a guy working at Ron Miller Race Cars that says you're not getting your car back until he gets a three X t shirt. Really? Yeah. Okay, we'll have to. He said you've been warned about that in the past, but he's. Well, I didn't realize he he's, did the work. He's pretty adamant about it. All right, we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> if you're interested in being a sponsor, you can also email scotthammer at iheartmedia.com. Uh, and if you have any uh, show ideas or just want to shoot the crap, email me, whatever. Yeah. So that's it. We're done. So we call it a show? 
I think we should. Okay. Thanks for and having thanks, us, guys. Thanks, uh, well, to thanks the for being leaves. here. Yeah, look forward. And, and we got to remember that uh, next race, you got to win. Right. That's right, because you're on the show. We'll pause that. We'll come back to that. All right. Deal. You, you know the deal. Deal. And Did you win la- after uh, last time you were on? That was before we got, yeah, that got was, our mojo. That was, that was before, before the, the mojo yeah. started okay. kicking in. All right. But, uh, we'll be good this time. The, the, yeah. mo- the mojo is in high gear now. How does so. it work if they're racing each other, though, in the same race? Colin runs First sec- second. Colin runs second. I'm sorry. Okay. That's the deal. And I'm sure Colin knows <laughs> that. Follow me anytime, Matt <laughs> <laughs> Shipley, Colin Shipley, good luck uh, this summer with uh, your racing endeavors. And, uh, thanks. again, thanks for the uh, the marketing package help there yeah that's pretty cool available for uh, pretty much anybody and like you said it'd work for tracks that may be looking uh, for some sponsors as well sure sure sponsored nights whatever all right back back to this all right we're done see you next week seven o'clock hammer down race report thanks for listening tune in next week for show number 78 there you go see y'all you have been listening to the hammer down racing report from the ron miller race car studio listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!